There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. AJ Knight, Ajay Salison, Cody Olson here joining us as well. 401, your kickoff time on a Tuesday, May 25th. Thank you for joining us, however, wherever you're doing so. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Streaming on 106.9thefan.com and, of course, on the mobile app. 1069 The Fan mobile app. Thanks for uh, being a part of the Full Court Press with us. Always grateful to have you guys uh, along for the ride. Hey, if you want to participate in our show, let's just get it going early. Our Guild Mortgage text line is open and ready for you. Don't forget about Guild Mortgage, where you, uh, there is hundreds of offers for loan products for a variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers. I can't talk today, dude. Every time I do these damn live reads, I screw up something. And then someone makes fun of me for it. Like, it's just a, it's a tradition unlike any other. I was thinking of something else. I wasn't. I would never laugh at you, AJ. Yes, you would. Military <laughs> families... Guild, uh, by the way, Guild Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. Call Guild Mortgage at 435-294-2480. Our Guild Mortgage text line number, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321 to join in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Again, AJ's Knight's here. Uh, I don't know if he's happy to be here, but he's here nonetheless. Nah, I got Donovan Mitchell for the first game. I'm here. I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> um, AJ Knight's with us. Uh, Cody Olton getting around on the board doing a great job. We appreciate all he does for us. Hey, thanks. Uh, it's good to have him to be part of the show. We're going to get to a lot today. We're going to recap some NBA stuff. I want to talk NBA over the weekend because we didn't really get a chance to. We'll talk some NBA uh, going on last night, NBA tonight, Jazz, Grizzlies tomorrow, 8 o'clock on ESPN. I No, is it TNT or ESPN tomorrow night? I think it's ESPN. Donovan Mitchell is available to play, uh, and uh, we don't. It Are just you says sure about he's that? He's available. No, here I'm actually going to correct myself and just read the PR statement. Donovan Mitchell is available to play. Period. Very safe. Very safe of you. We got some news in the Region 11 baseball department. There is going to be a merry-go-round, if you want to call it that, in the baseball era, or I guess in the baseball genre of things. And so we'll talk about who's going, who's staying, and what's what's happening there. Um, I don't. Cody and I talked about this yesterday. The Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, uh, unabridged phone call to Julio Jones while they're alive on air was it fake? Was it not? We don't know. Uh, all intense. And I mean, for all like everything I've read, it was real. But then there's other people that are like, look, Julio Jones would have taken a phone call from Shannon Sharp at nine o'clock in the morning, knowing full well that Shannon Sharp does a show every day, Monday through Friday. Wouldn't he though? No, I no, he wouldn't. If like, because if you know Shannon Sharp, you're like, hey, yeah, the guy's doing a show right now, right? And then just the way he brought that up, he's like, hey, you joining the Cowboys? Just immediately. <laughs> I think it's fake. You, you got to think of the time difference too, AJ, because it would have been like Julio, eleven. Shannon, back east. Shannon Sharp never reveals like any conversations he ever has. He talks about how he talks about other players all the time. So all of a sudden, he's gonna call Julio completely oblivious on the air and Julio's going to say that stuff that's fake it's fake Julio knew he was on Julio knew he was on TV 
Think he knew? Yeah, Shannon Sharp doesn't do any of this stuff. He I, The only reason he did it is, I think, because Julio asked him to. Interesting. Uh, here's the other problem to it, though. We are going to get into the conversation, and I want to hear from our listeners. I hope this. I hope we get a bunch of responses, because I'd be really interested from you, you, and our listeners on this answer. If you had a chance to unabridged call someone and put them on your show without them knowing, which we would never do because it is illegal, who would you call? What athlete would you call to put on your show and start quizzing him without him knowing that he's on your show? And what would you ask him? What kind of level of relationship would I have with said good. person? If, if good. If you're one? calling this person and you're having a like a, oh, I mean, okay. intent conversation. Pure magic here. All right, I'm going to ask Ron Artest why he destroyed the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> Mouse at the palace. I would have asked him, was it worth it? Decking that fan because he laid him out. That's what I'm saying. It ruined the Was Pacers. that Ron Artest or was that Steven Jackson who laid out that guy? No, it was Ron. It was Ron. Yeah, it was Ron Artest. My friends and I in high school. So, that's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, in college, excuse me. So, Ron Artest, about the time we were halfway through college, was, was part of the Lakers team, right, that was starting to win a few championships, Kobe's back championships. And my friends told me that their life goal was to win enough money or make enough money that they could go from stadium to stadium wherever Ron Artest was playing and accidentally spill a beer on him each game to see if he would come up in the stands. Oh, dude, that's horrible. It is horrible. But they're also Pacers fans, and that was that team that was still really good that had uh, gone toe-to-toe with the Bulls and had carried over, and then he that they were, they were done. That Malice the Palace destroyed them. Yeah, you know, there's actually a great article on that. I think it came out five years ago about that, like, brawl and what it did because the Pacers and the Pistons had went at it the year before, and the Pacers were almost certain that it was their year that that year in 04. They were, they were certain team. that they were going to be an NBA Finals team and maybe, just maybe, win it. They were confident that they were going to run through the Eastern Conference. Then that happened, and it just, I mean, Ron Artest was done for the year. Uh, Steven Jackson was done for like 50 games. I mean, it was just a mess. And that team was pilfered. And then the next year, you, you know, Reggie Miller retires. Um, what, what, what happened with Ron Artest, actually? Did he get traded? I can't remember what happened. I think he did. Steven Jackson was gone, though. Uh, they That team was just done. It was destroyed. Yeah, that's Artest actually a good point. how it feels about destroying the Pacers. So, again, the question is, if you had to interview an, or if you got to interview an athlete on your radio show and have a private conversation without them knowing, which, by the way, again, we would never do, who would that athlete be? If, and, I, if I could be a fly on the wall and get to publish the comments, Tom Brady's true comments on Nick Foles and Eli Manning, <laughs> then I would really do it. <laughs> I, okay, would you rather have that or would you rather have – what do you really think is a Bill Belichick? Because hmm. mm. Eli nah, Manning, I, I, I mean, pretty, like, I feel what, pretty confident like, about what he feels about Bill Belichick. Right. I think I can infer that right now. Well, I think we're all pretty confident what he thinks about Eli Manning, great quarterback who got lucky. No, that's fair. Speaking of which, uh, nine nine four six three says, "Dog, that video is legit. Don't even start with that fake nonsense, AJ. It's not, but it it's not." Okay, so you don't think? That was real? No. Not at all. Man, because part of me says, it. I mean, dude, Julio was like, yeah, I don't want to go play for the Cowboys because I, who would say that on air? Everybody. Nobody likes the Cowboys. 
It's not wrong. But <laughs> look, let's start the rumor that the Packers are going to trade for Julio Jones and then trade Aaron Rodgers. Fun fact: I just got an update from CBS Sports. Uh, AJ Knight's ahead of the curve because there's a a nice little story on uh, what happens if Julio lands in Green Bay and why it's a great idea. <laughs> oh no, we really doing this Breaking again? News, you're welcome. Uh, four seven eight one. Here's an answer to your question, AJ. Okay, Megatron. How crappy is the Lions organization really? Oh, dude, see that would be who is that nine four six three or nine uh, four seven eight one? Dude, absolutely. I want to know his Fair. thoughts on the whole entire organization. How crappy? Like when you left, why did you really leave? I mean, why didn't you go and play for the Patriots, the Packers, the Falcons, the Cowboys? He could have went anywhere. Any team would have took that guy happily and spent whatever money happily. Why did he quit football? Was it because of Detroit? Did they really take every bit of his love for the game out of it? That's a fair question. Barry I mean, Sanders, same thing, man. They get Hall of Famers. They get transcendent talent. And what happens is the talent's like, yeah, this kind of sucks. I don't want to do this <laughs> No, they not only do I not want to play for Detroit anymore, I don't want to play football do anymore. anymore. I don't want to play football anymore. I don't want to live on this That's planet. amazing. Who, Man, what kind of organization has that kind of talent to be able to make someone quit football? Detroit, That's baby. awesome. Detroit, baby. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible. That's right there. Yeah. Okay, so that, that that's a good one. Megatron's a good one. Um, I would love, and I've only had a chance to ask him one question in my life, but I would love to sit down with John Stockton and get his real thoughts on, like, the Bulls he, and, and Michael Jordan. Yeah. Because he, he, here's the thing is when he was, uh, that last chance document meant what documentary came out, they asked Stockton, and Stockton said, and I quote, I do not want to be a puff piece for Michael Jordan, so no. That was his direct answer. He had he wanted nothing to do with, oh, let me kiss Jordan's butt some more for your guys' documentary so you all can be happy. And then the director... He was, he was in it. Yeah, well, here's the thing. is The director said, well, no, look, it's not a puff piece. In fact, you I mean, I can oh, tell you right now, there's a lot of people who are, you know... I kind of go after Jordan, which was never the case. But Stockton went out there and was like, look, we weren't scared of Jordan. We weren't scared of the Bulls. And so Stockton didn't want to be part of that, hey, let's let's kiss the rings and all that. It was, look, if you want me to answer, really, I, I will. I'll be raw with you on my answers. But I'm not going to sit here and, and, and gloat Jordan for you. You guys got plenty of people who can do that. The, the last dance was a deliberate puff piece. Of Michael Jordan answering to LeBron James is well, it was it was a creation I mean, by Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan said, "I'll do it as long as I can control it." So wow. the answers, I mean, like you read, like you listen to some of the show, like the first three episodes, and it's a creation. And as a Bulls fan, you can agree or disagree here, but as a you watch that documentary and you say, "Man, like this is all about Jordan being so great and this God," which I guess he was. But Thank then you. rip, but but yeah, but ripping on his teammates, ripping on BJ Armstrong, dude. BJ was his most loyal guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know, I don't I don't agree totally that it's a puff piece because it was very clear if if you didn't know already that Jordan was clearly not liked and and was a jerk. Jordan, he but he made it a pity party. Like nobody liked me. I had I think, to sign autographs. I think his comment at the end definitely swayed a lot when he talked about getting on his level and it really broke him down, and I think that meant a lot. But, I mean, for a lot of people, I don't think if you've jumped into the documentary or you've jumped into the stories itself, I don't think they know that Jordan is so despised as he is. I've read some of the biographies and stuff, and so I knew that. 
So I think for that to be a national thing for him to to let people talk about it, uh, the the Steve Kerr punch, punching Steve Kerr in the face, stuff like that. I mean, that's to me, it's not a puppies. It, like it, he let it be known, like yeah, I'm a I'm a tyrant. But then how come so many players or former players were pissed about it? Then I like, just I want a Bulls fans per- perspective. Like Scotty was angry about it. Horace Grant was livid about it. Who else am I missing? I mean, uh, not though. What's his bucket? Uh, short tubby guy who used to be the owner or GM. Jerry Krause. Yeah, that <laughs> I mean, guy. He's dead, but yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's but not see, happy but about here's it. the thing: is that no? Like I'm saying, if you would have been alive, would you have been happy about it? Uh, no. But I mean, again, if you read the stories, their their relationship was not great. Yeah. I mean, his relationship with all of them didn't seem like it was that great. No, I don't think so. Besides, maybe Scotty, and that was after I think Scotty established himself as one of the better players in the NBA. Jordan, obviously, I think you could tell has had respect for the other stars in the league, but it was earned because they uh, went against him night in and night out. I think he had a certain respect for players that were on a similar level to him. But I, I don't know. I think if you're if you were a star, I think you'd be upset because Jordan the the they. When he went on those, they won the six championships. I mean, I don't want to say dominated because they definitely had some tougher series. But I mean, it's worth noting again: uh, six finals, no game sevens. Never went to game seven. Never swept an opponent either. That's true. We we'll huh? get into the merits all day and back. And forth I know that's the, the thing the is that yeah, like you say, well, he didn't then. do this, but he did this. But he didn't do this, but he did that. Carl Malone was pretty chapped that whole entire documentary. What he had like two sentences. Oh like, yeah, the mountain man that he was. He's like, rubble, rubble. But I'm that's done. The, but <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, look, that's what's so great about the Jazz, is that they were not in awe of Michael Jordan. They were like, oh man, this is Chicago Bulls. Here they are. Oh my gosh, it's Michael Jordan. Like John Stockton was picking a fight with Michael Jordan in the '98 season on Super Bowl Sunday when they matched up, and and Stockton put a dirty shoulder into Jordan. And then you hear the clip, and uh, it's the Bulls broadcast, and you can hear Jordan go, that's dirty. You're dirty, and you know it. And Stockton says some stuff that I can't repeat on air at Jordan. But it, that's what's great is that the Jazz weren't scared of Jordan and the Bulls. Like, I felt like I felt like uh, the Blazers might have been in awe of him a little bit. Um, at first, I think the Sonics were in awe of Jordan. A little, I mean, he was 72-10 and 10 Bulls. Um... Lakers were old. I'm not going to really go with that one. Barkley and the Suns just, they they weren't good enough to be on that floor with them. Uh, to answer a couple more of your questions, who you'd like to have a phone call with. Oh, this would be great. Yeah, let's hear it. said, Dennis Rodman will always be entertaining. Dennis Rodman would be great. 4781, NBA refs, did Jordan push off? <laughs> we're not over it. Why didn't you call it? Uh, 3426, Carl Malone, how many forearms, shivers, elbows, and foots to the boys did you really mean? <laughs> <laughs> so okay so uh I, john stockton would be an interesting one for me because i want to get his thoughts just like on the bulls and how angry was he um at the latter years at the younger guys like i don't know if you ever read his book i have not uh the assistant really 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 good another guy and i know he's passed away and it's unfortunate i would have loved to sat down with larry h miller just i mean to get his thoughts on you know his relationship with jerry sloan his relationship with Carl Malone. Um, yeah. I would love to sit down with Larry H. Miller for and I mean again, it's it's unfortunate he's not here with us anymore. God rest his soul, but uh he yeah, he would have been a really, really great one. 
9315. I would love to have Ajay on my show to ask about how much him and Eric one up each other over there over his bandwagon fandom. <laughs> Eric's just as big of a bandwagon as I am. I love that guy. But he's a bandwagon too. <laughs> I, I can't prove that, but I I'm sure of it. I can't, I can't prove it, but I'm sure hunch. of it. Trust me, you got a hunch. Keep coming in. Uh, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Again, I, the question of the day, and we'll ask a lot more throughout the day. And text in about whatever you want. But the question I, I really want to know is for answer. I want to know from people is if you had a chance to do an interview with somebody without them knowing, and you could ask them, and you could talk to them about anything you want. Who would that person be? Athlete, owner, coach. 5662, Gordon Hayward on his relationship with the Millers, especially Gale and the Jazz organization. Do you know how crazy that – have I? Have we ever talked about this story? I don't know how much I'm allowed to say because of how much I knew. But, dude, he screwed Utah over in just the worst way. Um, The Jazz had eyes on Daniel Gallinari, who would have been an incredible fit for Quinn Snyder's system. Right. Uh, the Porter guy, Otto Porter, I think mm-hmm. they had his eyes on him, and he was he had a lot of interest. They just had their eyes on guys, but they were waiting for Hayward. Like, what the answer was going to be? And they felt like they'd matched it. Like Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles felt like they walked out of that room, and Gordon Hayward was coming back. And then Gordon had a plan all along. He had yeah. a plan since the All Star break in February He's that he going was to leaving. Boston. And it just and his and his wife is just, I mean, sometimes the worst parts of of being in that position is those who want the attention along with you. Like and and Robin Hayward is an attention fanatic. She really is. She wants attention, and I think she's and I think Boston taught her that having that attention is the worst thing possible. Like she, I mean, her Instagram. I think she actually had a block it at one point because. So many Boston fans were coming at her about her husband and about her, too. So I, it was just, I mean, anyways, that was a problem. And, and on it, it's crazy how it all worked out in the end, right? Because, like, when Gordon Hayward left, everyone's like, well, now we're back in the cellar dweller of life. That's that's great. And then, but the also the other part to it is, you know, Quinn Snyder is not a very open guy. He's not. He keeps his life extremely private. And he had built a relationship where, with Gordon Hayward where they were opening up to each other about things off the floor. About the relationship, you know, being fathers, being husbands, you know, dealing with adversity on off the court. And that and Quinn Snyder built this incredible trusted relationship. And then when Gordon not only left, but wrote that love letter to Utah, which was really a love letter to Brad Stevens, it hurt Quinn. Quinn felt betrayed. He felt backstabbed. He was so angry about that. Well, not angry. He was just, he was hurt. And so then, you know, Donovan Mitchell comes in, but you just, you saw Quinn like, I mean, how do I know this isn't going to happen again to me? You know? So uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. And Gordon Hayward would be an interesting one to sit down with and just, and, and speaking of Gordon Hayward, another guy I'd like to sit down with is, is Mark Burlstein, who, by the way, is Gordon Hayward's agent. And how, like, those deals work. His conversations with owners and with coaches, I'd love to sit down with a high-profile agent and yeah. pick their brain about what that is like. Look, we all know Gordon Hayward made a mistake. That mustache is atrocious. Whoever told him it was a good idea. Oh, yeah, dude. It's leading him down the wrong I path. I mean, man, I mean that that's what Boston some- does to you, though. Living in Boston <laughs> makes you go crazy, <laughs> makes you go dumb, 
Kyrie Irving thinks the earth is flat. He didn't, that didn't begin until he went to Boston. He was a normal human being until he went to Boston. Blame Boston. Tom Brady was a normal human being until he went to uh, Boston. Okay, hold on a second. Tom and Brady now, was there for 20 years. Dude, and now, yeah, exactly, you know what? Exactly. He, started eating, he started eating avocado ice cream. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay? Again. You're normal until you go to Boston, Boston and then you just kissing, go crazy. Kissing your kids on the mouth, like that stuff. Okay, you call him. Dude, don't bring his son into this. <laughs> what? I'm just Are you saying. joking me, dude? What is your problem? I'm not joking no, about anything. No, you were sitting there bringing his kid into this? Shame on you, it's not Cody. His fault. It's not Shame his fault. on you. It's not his fault. 4781, Donovan and Rudy, if they actually had a lot of beef after the COVID thing. They did, by the way. They did. That was absolutely real. Donovan was pissed at Rudy. Rudy was pissed at the management because he didn't feel like the management had their back. Like, when the statement comes out, you read that statement from, like, the, the COVID situation that Rudy got it, and he just felt like the statement was, hey, Rudy, here is the bus. We're going to just slide you underneath. Bye. I mean, Rudy put himself in that position. Yeah, but okay, but as a management, it, it, look, the guy's young. He made a stupid mistake, and instead of being like, look, he made a dumb mistake. He's learned from it, and he's going to get better, and he's going to take this seriously. It was, yeah, Donovan, or it's me. Rudy tested positive, as did Donovan, period. You're not going to, like, just only try to defend your player? Even, like, even, but just, and he, he might sound dumb as a team. Who cares? Defend, like, that's your player. That's your star guy. At the time, Rudy Gobert was a star guy, and you won't defend him. At the time, we thought the world was going to end because of him, too. So Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? But James Harden goes to his strip bar with no mask. Hey, no big deal. Patrick Beverly's picking up chicken wings. Lemon, yeah, you know, you're okay, Lou, man. Baby. I mean, Kyrie. We, okay, those two examples specifically. Look, I am no fan of either of those players. That <laughs> podcast specifically, if you haven't listened to Andre and I's podcast. Oh, that was a great podcast. James Olive Garden Harden. <laughs> that being said, those were much later Dude, into COVID. So Eric we a little bit that up. <laughs> Eric picked that up one time, and he's like, hey, like you and AJ say, James Olive Garden Harden. And I was True. like, hey, yeah. It's all Dodge's nickname. But, yes, it's the best nickname I think I've ever heard. <laughs> so, I mean, anyways, like, we found that people were doing dumb things during COVID, but they didn't get crucified like Rudy Gobert did. I think That's gotta, what makes me angry. you got to look at the, the time difference, though. Rudy's looked at as this flashpoint, fair or not fair. That's what he's looked at as this flashpoint where the world just stopped because yeah. it did. Yeah. And the whole, like, the touching the microphones thing was... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That did, didn't that's, look that's really a, that's good. But, dude, that you okay, could run again but were you again. taking it serious? Were you taking COVID serious? That's not the thing. Like, no, it is the The point thing. is, like, he was chosen as the scapegoat. Like, that's... It's unfair. Like, all scapegoats are unfair. But he was chosen as it. Yeah. I didn't... He's, he's, he's marked as the flashpoint. Yeah. Greatest defensive player in the world. Shut down the whole world. Shut down the whole entire world. <laughs> Dude, swatted that Hanks. thing. Yeah, Tom Hanks. When Tom Hanks uh, got it. That's, that's right. That's right. Like, oh, that's right. Hey, put some respect on his name. Put some. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to turn my there mic off. There you go. Way to go, Cody. That's wonderful. Hashtag turn Cody's mic off this time. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a lot of NBA basketball. Uh, we'll get into some, again, uh, Region 11 baseball. We got a big announcement, actually. And I've, been, I've just been giving confirmation on it. We'll get into that uh, here in, uh, later in the show. Um, we're going to get to our set that blew our mind in our player of the week. And can we, for one day, since you're here, oh, no. AJ, I'm listening. can we bring in the Hall of Shame? Yeah, sure. I mean, we, yours. we need to do the Hall of Shame today because okay. I've got some beef. 
really? and it's probably the same beef I'm going to end up using as leftovers for our podcast. That's fine. Because I am, uh, I'm a little upset Uh-oh. right now with What'd some you stuff. What do, Cody? I, I don't know. We'll see. Plug your ears, Cody. I'm ready for it. I hope you have the dumb button because we're going to need it. It's no The better. bleep button. As, no different as than any Scott other day. Scott. No different than any yeah, other day. I told you about the bleep button. All right. Uh, and then we want to talk about the... I, I know people are sick of talking about it. I really, I understand. But this Aaron Rodgers situation gets more and more confusing by the day. It is... I mean, is it a love relationship? Is it a hate relationship? Is it a love-hate relationship? Like, where is it? Because, and, and by the way, Jordan Love, there has been talk that Jordan Love is starting to pick up his game a little bit. He's starting to get better. Um, so, we'll, we'll get into all that. I know people are tired, so we won't stay too long on it, but I, I think it needs to um, be talked about. And then I also want to talk about Don Mitchell coming back. We'll get into more Memphis and Jazz tomorrow, game two tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Uh, we'll oh, talk uh, a lot more about that tomorrow. But to Don Mitchell, I, I, there's, we'll have some conversation there as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's 425. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk some NBA basketball. We'll get to all your texts as well. 435-339-0321. You want to talk basketball, baseball, football, you you tell us. You got any questions or whatever, let us know. 435-339-0321. The main question, though, is you have an interview and it's on your talk show and it's illegal, but nobody cares. Because you're Fox or whatever. And you get to have a conversation with one athlete that is unabridged, it's raw, it's unedited, and the person has no idea. Who do you want to talk to for 20 to 25 minutes? No. Yeah, because my caption is I get to talk to him on a bridge. I get to finally hear all that stuff. You're like, well, I don't know what I can say, but since I'm here. Dude, oh, you know, we ought to talk about that sometime. Like, how do you divulge information? Because I think we talked about it on on the podcast. We did. And it was really, really fun to kind of like, it was almost like a venting session for me where I could be like, yeah, dude, you know what? It sucks. Like, I want to talk about stuff and I can't because then I'm like, hey, if you say it, you're going to get fired or you say it, we're never going to talk to you ever again. It's hard. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. Do it. Uh, <laughs> AJ, Nina, Mazze, South, and Cody Olson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castellite.com. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Summer temps are here, the grass is seeding out, and the lawns have gotten stressed. With that being said, we'd like to introduce our new two-service soil enrichment program to help increase the size and number of roots in your grass, which allows the plant to better use both the water and nutrients that are there, improving the health of the plant and helping the stress of this time of year. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. If you live in the south end of the valley, no doubt you've noticed the historical Hiram Granary taking an important role in our new Cache Valley Bank location. I'm Catherine Buse, branch manager. Keeping in touch with our history while looking to the future is part of Cache Valley Bank's mission. Hiram is Cache Valley Bank's seventh location in the valley. Join us for food and giveaways as we celebrate our Hiram Branch grand opening June 26th. Cache Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
The Elements lunch menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional. Open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh. AJ Knight, Ajay Salveson, Cody Olson doing the great work behind the board. Uh, this is the Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Do we got any more text or are we out of text? Oh, or? no, we got a bunch. Uh, 3426 said for baseball, I'd choose Jose Canseco. Oh, Jose would be great. I mean, is there any secrets he hasn't revealed, though? Yeah. He was uh, the big one to break yeah, the whole steroid true. thing and all that. Jose would be really good, though. Uh, All right. 2409 says, I don't want to ask just one question. I just want to drink a 12-pack of beer with Tony La Russa. Actually, you know what? That'd be all right. That'd be all right. You know, when I talked to Phil Johnson, the assistant coach one time, former longtime assistant of Jerry, Jerry Sloan's Utah Jazz staff, I was like, you know, like, what do you remember? You know, what? And this is when Jerry Sloan was alive. Um, but I said, well, what are your great memories of, of being around Sloan? He said, you know what? The best ones were all off the court. When we just, after a game, him, Stockton, Hornacek, and Sloan would all sit and have a beer with Malone as well. They'd all just sit, have a beer, talk, uh, and and little of it was about basketball. They talked about the game, but then a lot of it was just off-the-court stuff. And Phil said he loved that. Um, obviously, Sloan was starting to kind of deteriorate with his health, um, and, and he was still helping out scouting. Uh, for the Jazz, he'd go to the Salt Lake City Stars games. That's how I got to know Phil Johnson really well. It's just he would help out with color analysts, color analysts work with the Salt Lake City Stars games and on the radio, and I'd be the engineer, and so we'd get the chance to chat all the time. But it's like some of the stories he told about Sloan and just some of the conversations was really, really cool. Um, and it just showed you the human side of, of Jerry Sloan, which people never got, I mean, never, ever got to see. So... Yeah. 4781 says uh, Rudy should now be viewed as the person who brought a better perspective and more understanding See, of how COVID can affect us all. That's, that's, that is so well said. That is so doggone well said. We need to understand that, like, look, did he shut down the NBA? Sure. Was there, was there a sense of arrogance or ignorance on his part? You, absolutely. But he also brought the awareness of what COVID is and what it can be. Um, and now we've had how many people die because of it. Because others, there's others not taking it as serious as they probably should have during that time. And it's still an issue. Um, I was just talking to a, a lady today. Uh, and she said, like, her husband had seven family members die on his side because of COVID. And that's just... So, yeah, that that's a great point. 5662. Cody, Ajay's just mad you took over his spot on Behind the Bleachers podcast last week. Ready to dump button. He's coming Dude, for it. by the way, <laughs> you killed it. I actually got a chance to listen to that podcast. You were great. I mean, I, I absolutely loved it. it I, I would fun. imagine that, you know, next week when I don't get a text about, hey, what do you want to do for the podcast? All right, stop. It's because he texted you instead, stop. which is fine. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I go from BFFL with AJ to part time PTFL. <laughs> it was a good podcast.
It was a great podcast. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really, really good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and then uh, six eight zero four. Okay, they keep coming in. Six eight zero four says Sammy Sosa. Uh, three four two six says Lance Armstrong. You really think you could win seven without drugs? That's a fair question. That that's a fair question. Could you win seven Tour de France's without the help? Uh, that is, yeah. Could Barry Bonds hit seven hundred fifteen home runs in his career? Without being juiced. Man, I don't think so. See, and then, I mean, that, again, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Could they have done it? I mean, J- Derek Jeter was great. And as far as we know, Derek Jeter never cheated. We don't know that for official. I, I actually, no, excuse me. I should not say it like that. He never cheated. He never cheated. He's been, he's been tested. They test him all random times. He never right. got, I mean, he was never, never caught with it. So I have to say that this one just came to my mind and I. I'm inspired from uh, the 30 for 30, Catching Hell, but I would want to interview Steve, Steve Bartman. Bartman. Yeah, and you know that guy wouldn't touch an interview with a 100-foot pole. Yep. There's a lot and of Cubs fans saying when they finally won the World Series that they should have given him a ring. They did, didn't they? I, I heard they did. They sent him a ring. Is that, I, if I heard correctly, they sent him a ring, and he put out a statement um, through his lawyer thanking the Cubs for the ring and the Chicago Cubs fan base for being... So loving to him at that time, which was pretty cool. Uh, dude, yeah, Steve Bartman, even if you offer, I heard he's been offered like $2 million for interviews, and he's like, no, nope, not doing it. Yeah. Uh, dude, that guy went from being a normal Joe to now where he has to deny interviews for $2 million. That's crazy. All because of one play, yeah. which, by the way, still is not his fault. No, I mean, it's not a Cubs fan. No, the collapse 100% is not his fault. That was only in, I believe, game six. So. Yeah, that was game six, and they still had a one-run lead. Yeah. You know your shortstop his, was going to botch a ball. not his fault. Uh, 5662 said Cody was great. All three of you on the pod off of FCC waves would be awesome. <laughs> Dude, oh, he is so <laughs> right. Okay, so I used to beg for this at the, uh, Salt, Lake, uh, the re- Salt Lake Sports Radio Station. I worked in Salt Lake City. I begged. I begged for a podcast Without any FCC rules, um, like with three certain people that I won't mention. But, oh, my gosh, I wanted it so badly because I wanted, like, all hell breaks loose. That's what I would call the podcast. <laughs> where we could one. just say whatever we wanted, however we wanted. Cody would have to plug his ears for almost over half the thing because oh it would be so bad. Uh-huh. And his wife could never listen to it. Oh, my wife would never know. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But then we could tell stories and just have all these conversations without, I mean, dude, I would do that in a heartbeat. And I used to beg for that from a certain group of people in Salt Lake, and we never, they, they said it'd be great, but no, never, ever. The, the, the pure amount of just bliss that it would provide would just be too much oh my for gosh. the world to handle. That would easily be the, the best podcast ever made. You make so many excuses. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. No. There has to be a better way. <laughs> there has to be a better way. You've already been on the podcast. Oh, so just add you and AJ back in it. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, let's get to some NBA talk. We'll get back to your text again. Just keep them coming. 435-339-0321. Love to hear from our listeners. Uh, you guys make our show great, and we appreciate you dearly. Uh, Milwaukee over Miami last night in a route 132-98. Uh, we'll start with this one. My, Milwaukee leads this series two games to none. Uh, and you didn't need Chris Middleton to be the hero this time. In fact, uh, every starter for Miami was in the minus. 
Ariza was a minus 25. Butler, minus 34. Uh, Bam Bam, minus 18. Kendrick Nunn was minus 20. And uh, Duncan Robinson was a minus 24. In fact, not one player, even on the bench, was in the, in the plus category. It's a rough night. That is an incredibly horrible night. Uh, they, were, they gave up 46 points in the first quarter, so you're off to a great start. So you're down by 26 going into the second quarter. Down by 27 after, after the first half. Uh, down by 29 after three quarters, and you lose by 33, 34 points. Like, that's just, it's not good. Here's the, here, let me ask you this. Were the Heat maybe overrated coming into the playoffs? Because I thought this would be a competitive series. In fact, a lot of people did. I know, I This was supposed that. to be a competitive six, seven game series, and it never showed up. Certainly. Certain somebody running the board over there picked them to upset the Bucks. I did. Welcome to reality, my friend. Wow, I feel more like AJ every day now that I'm here. <laughs> Get help. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. it. Get some help. <laughs> I, I don't know. Part of it feels like, so I know Milwaukee shot really well to start the first quarter of game two, but part of it feels like when you're the road team or, uh, in a series, you've got really got to take control of that first game because obviously it went to overtime, and I think that kind of sets momentum. And it seemed like, I think, uh, and we'll see. There's still, obviously, Milwaukee's got to win four games. But I feel like after escaping the first one, Milwaukee kind of settled more into its normal groove and then obviously just killed the Heat in game two. Um, I don't I just think the Heat don't have it this year. I think they kind of snuck up on on people last year. Not to say they're not, they weren't a good team and not to say they aren't a good team now. I just think that they, something about last year's team does not exist on this year's team. I don't expect them to go out easy. I wouldn't be surprised if they win one. Maybe a second one. I don't know. Now they lost the first two in Milwaukee, but I just, they're not the same team as last year. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Nico Dahl wasn't great. 14 minutes. He was one more from the field for two points. He also had four boards, one assist. On the other side, Giannis, 31 points on 13 boards, 16, or excuse me, six assists, three blocks, or three steals, one block. He had two turnovers. He was a plus 19. Um, on the other side, every Bucks player finished in the plus category, including. Sam Merrill, that's the difference. three points or yeah, three points in seven minutes, one to two shooting, one to two uh, from deep. Uh, he had one rebound, one assist, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers. He also had one foul. He was a plus three on the season. Elijah Bryant, the former BYU cat, uh, zero points, plus three, seven minutes of basketball. It's crazy how everyone's like, you know, Sam Merrill's never going to get any minutes from down south. You know how they are. Like Jimmer Fredette was greater than Steph Curry in his college. <laughs> no, and I'm serious. Jonathan Tavenari, or whatever the fetch his name is, who who likes to have attention because yeah, get him, his Ajay. daddy won't give him any. Get him, AJ. Okay. Yeah. The most overrated cougar maybe in yeah. BYU basketball history. Yeah. And there's been a lot of them. Yeah. Even he said Jimmer Fredette had a greater college basketball career than Steph Curry. And, uh, oh, yeah. He said he had a greater, greater basketball college career than... Uh, I can't remember. He mentioned somebody else, too. Can't remember who it was, That's but but dude, I I I'm sorry. So Jimmer Fredette went to the what? They went to the what? The Elite S- Eight and got knocked off by Florida that one year. Was it Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight? Was it Sweet Sixteen? I think it was Sweet Sixteen, because Brandon Davies was not playing in the tournament. Yeah, I think it was Sweet Sixteen. Steph Curry went to the Final Four, right? And it was because of Steph Curry. No, they got knocked out in the Elite Eight. Was it the Elite Eight? They got knocked out. Positive. The next year, they were just not the same. Purdue played them in the offseason or in the non-conference the next season. I'm pretty sure it was the lead eight. Anyways. I think it's Sweet 16. I'm looking at it. There's all now. these comments about Sam Merrill never going to get any minutes, and he's 
He's got playoff minutes. That's more than Jimmer Fredette got. <laughs> Sam Merrill's the unless, difference on the uh, Bucks this year. Unless, unless we're unless we're counting China's minutes. You ruined my stat that blew your mind. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, my stat was Sam Merrill has more uh, NBA playoff points than Jimmer Fredette. Oh, I'll get roasted, Jimmer. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that Sam Merrill's done in the NBA that Jimmer Fredette has not, and Sam's only been in there for one season, and Jimmer was there for four different teams. Yeah, imagine. and all four. And it's crazy because all four teams found the out the exact same thing. He sucks on defense. He sucked on defense on BYU when he was at BYU too. That's the crazy part. Like, Greg Popovich spent like a week with him, watching him play, and was like, "Yeah, dude, you don't belong in the NBA." And I think that's when Jimmer was like, "Yeah, guess I'm headed to China." <laughs> they don't play defense in China, <laughs> as you can see by his point average. Oh, Anyways, uh, Heat uh, uh, now two uh, down two games to zero to the Bucks. Is this thing over, AJ? Um, yeah, it may. I don't think it gets to six. I, I really don't even don't. know if it gets to five. I think I would be very. I would be somewhat surprised if Miami doesn't get one, just because of Jimmy Butler and the type <clears> of organization <throat> they are. But yeah, I yeah. And then of course the late capper last night, Denver one twenty eight, Portland one oh nine. Um, but the bigger story on this was the officiating, which was just, it has been horrendous. Uh, Lillard was great. 42 points, 11 to 24 from the field, nine to 16 from deep, 11 to 13 at the charity. Uh, CJ McCollum had 21, nor, uh, Powell had 15 and not one bench player in double figures. Carmel Anthony was not good. I mean, he, he just was, like, he and, the, the, the great thing about Carmel Anthony in that, uh, in, in the, uh, opening game is that it was catch and shoot Carmelo like vintage catch and shoot Carmelo last night it was catch think about it then have a defender come into your grill and then launch it and have a contested three I wonder do you think do you think that's one of those things where because honestly I gotta be honest Denver to me has no reason to boo Carmelo he he took the oh I know what are you yelling at him about I agree it's been a long time I'm so with you on this and so, do you think it was one of those things where, like, in the moment in game one when they're booing him, you run off that adrenaline, but then for game two, you have, you think about it like they're going to be booing you the whole time. Not that he's afraid of it, but it, it's something that, like, you can it sits on you for yeah. longer. Maybe. Maybe I, there might be a mental aspect to it. I mean, but to only go one of five, he was one of four from deep, and two of two at the line is not great. Um, Three, four, two, six. I would have said fear the deer, but Bambi could have beat Miami last night. <laughs> Bambi. That's that's just mean. Uh, meanwhile, on the Nuggets side, every starter except uh, Austin Rivers had double figures. It's so good to see Austin Rivers suck every now and then. Uh, Jokic had 38 points. There's so much hate. Um, MP Jr. had 18. And by the way, Michael Porter Jr. has become one of the great offensive lethal players in the future of the NBA. If he can be consistent with his scoring, he's going to be so dang special. So who you got in this series, Ajay? I still got Blazers in seven. You got Blazers in seven? I yeah. believe I had Blazers in six. I believe Cody 100% did not. Also, I don't want to spoil his bracket because it's for a while, but I'm pretty sure the team he has won in this series goes a long <laughs> way in his bracket. But to me, I, I don't know. They, these teams ought to be pretty familiar with each other. Um, I don't I don't. I, I thought the point guard matchup favored Portland. And obviously, it, they did what they needed to. You win one of the first two home games. That's what you're supposed to do. 
Obviously, if you get two, that'd be great. But if you can split, that's what you take. Because now you get to go home with two and hopefully defend home court. Um, I don't know. Jokic, to me, is obvious MVP. Maybe he could carry him. I mean, maybe he locks it in even more. The fact that he's able to elevate this team at least out of the first round. By the way, here's another text. Uh, somebody who's very unhappy about our Lance Armstrong comments. 9948 says, when I hear people speak about Lance Armstrong in a negative way, it absolutely drives me nuts. He won seven Tour de France races. Don't discredit that. He was using steroids just like every other racer was. Take the steroids out from every racer, and he would still win seven. He was that much better than everyone else. Wow. That's um, strong words. Hey, I like it. I like it. I don't know. A I was a big about fan of Lance. I really was. I think that's the biggest thing that upset people is that he was such an inspiring story, and then you find out he's a cheater. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the biggest issue you have with it. And I think that's maybe why I was so angry by it, too. I think so. You bring up a really good point. He was such a fan. I was such a fan of him that, that when I found out he cheated, it was like, oh. I think that's really what got the most backlash. All right, are you getting more NBA basketball talk? Also, get you more of your text here on the Full Court Press. Uh, and then we'll uh, also have our stat player later on in the show. It's all coming up here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. It's time for our annual spring event. This is an event 51 years in the making. Stop by this Saturday and say big on kitchen packages and GE appliance deals for the whole house. We just received in a new load of scratch and dents from Whirlpool and GE, plus a freezer blowout. Enter to win a drawing for a freezer and get balloons for the kids. Listen for the live radio broadcast Saturday. That's the huge spring event at Daryl's Appliance, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't like this at all for Browns. Like if I'm the Browns, I want the Texans first game this season. If I'm the Browns, I want the Broncos. I want the Giants. Like to me, that's what I, I want a game that I'm just better than the other team and maybe get a road win out of it and get in, get out, and start out one and up. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, ah. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time we can help. Call 752-9493 to find out how much you could save. More tax credits are being offered. Greater cost sharing and coverage could start as soon as the first. Go to lssins.com or call 752 752- 9493 Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Go, 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 what is it with you and just blowing off interviews? When I pulled oh, in last dude. time with Ajay, we were going to talk to Coach Odom, and then Ajay hung up on him. Hey, oh, Coach, how's it going? That... <laughs> Bye. That was bad. I just hear, hey, Ajay, how you doing? Click. Click. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and then the next time he picked up, he wasn't as cheery. It was more, I'm ready. Okay? Welcome to the Valley. <laughs> Imagine hanging up on our head, fo- our head basketball coach. Couldn't be me. Oh, it was, I was here. It was Audrey. <laughs> uh, yeah, my bad. Dang it, man. Audrey, who's in more trouble, the Lakers or the Clippers? Oh, the Lakers. 
Really? Here, here's the problem. Yeah. The Lakers can't keep up with the scoring. And if and, and depending on how healthy Chris Paul really is, if he's actually okay. Yeah, his shot that he had to adjust to, oh, that was oh, terrible. Yeah. It looked ugly. I know. But that's I mean, that's how much pain he was in. Uh so yeah, Boston Brooklyn tonight up now, eighteen minutes ago. <laughs> speaking of being late. Hey, guess what? That game's already over. Brooklyn won. <laughs> We were uh, supposed to have Brooklyn on tonight, but <laughs> we forgot to call KD. <laughs> it was a Irvin huge was bummer. Like, Thank goodness, I wasn't coming anyway. <laughs> Phoenix and Lakers tonight at 7. Mavericks and Clippers at 7.30. Wait, dude, why are the Mavericks and Clippers on NBA TV? I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Oh my gosh, what Wait, an insult. It, 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 I got you, I got you. Clippers said, hey, it was uh, we, didn't, we didn't lose to Dallas. We, uh, we were on national television. And uh, that's just not fair. So put us on the channel that nobody's going to see our game on, and uh, w- we got this. By the way, have you seen the clip? I can't repeat what he said, but did you see what Luca said to uh, Pat Bev when he drove on him and got an and one? Yeah. Ooh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Dude, that's the crazy thing about the playoffs. That there's so much talking. There's so much just trash talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't feel like you I felt the it. same way after the Memphis Utah game. No, I okay. Six. No, here's the thing. Like, I saw your tweet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, do I? I mean, don't headbutt the guy. Now I don't. I don't know how they missed that. Don't headbutt him. But if you want to talk to him, sure. Joe talks to people. Donovan's gonna be talking tomorrow. Don't like. Don't think that Donovan, who's the most petty wise guy in the NBA, is gonna just sit there and be like, "Hey, Brooks, how you doing? Let's do dinner tonight. I know a great place where Gordon Hayward got sick. <laughs> Michael Jordan too. Actually, that was a different place. I I remember when Gordon got sick and they told us where he got sick at, and I was like, "Oh," and they're like, "Do not mention that ever on on air." We're like, "Okay." They're going to find out anyways. Uh, anyways, yeah, so uh, I, I think the Lakers are in much more trouble. I really do. You? Cody? I want to know what Cody thinks. Who's who's more in trouble? you got to repeat it. Lakers or Clippers? I think the Lakers 100% are more in trouble. Interesting. You? Um, I would lean more towards the Clippers. I, I'm not saying that the Lakers aren't because, good gosh, Anthony Davis, are you going to play basketball anytime soon? Um, and I like that Phoenix was really chippy with uh, with L.A. because um, I think a lot of people expected one of the big things, obviously, was how playoff-hardened and experienced L.A. was versus Phoenix. And Chris Paul's had his own struggles succeeding in the postseason. But uh, good gosh, A.D. just did not show up. I, just, I, I think the biggest thing for me is the Clippers because I actually think the Clippers could lose the series anyway. Yeah. Because again, when you carry yourself like, "eh, we're we're the best ever," and then you yeah. don't do anything. Well, and here's the, and do you know what's so great about this is that the Clippers went and tanked the games to the two worst teams, Houston and Oklahoma City. Yep. Just to get to Dallas. Yep. And now we're getting beat. It's like the Jazz tanking to the Nuggets and losing a three-one series lead. It's karma. Oh, don't. There is karma in basketball, don't and it and it gets you in the Bucks. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Our final break of the first hour, and we will get to more of the full court press here on one hundred six nine The Fan. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. 
My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880, 753 753-7880. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Do not, do not do that. I love this song. Stop it. I love this song. What is the name of this song? Uh, Seven Nations Army. Thank goodness. Uh, we got Did you learn that last By week? Lenny Skinnerd. What? Oh, my. Lenny Skinny. All right. I, I, I'm only a partial sub because of stuff like that. I mentally can't take it. Like, that stuff right there, I can't take it. All right, what we got for text line? Hit us up. Uh, 2409 says, Lance Armstrong was proven a cheater, but he still inspired many of cancer survivors to strive and survive. Raises an interesting question. I mean, even though he was a scumbag, he did do a lot of good. So dude, he did an amazing good. And, yeah, off the bicycle, too, he was really, really good dude. Interesting. Uh, okay, here's one for you. 9948 said, I love listening to you guys every night on my way home from work. Thanks for listening. Quick question. Would you trade Donovan Mitchell straight up for Dollar Dame right now? Yes. Yes. You would? Oh, hell, heck yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would. Oh, where was the bleep button? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't think I would. I think we got to carry this one over. I want to know why. Why would you trade Donovan for Dollar Dame? That's a conversation for next hour. Oh, you like getting eliminated in the second? Oh, wait, you're a jazz fan. Of course you do. Sorry. Wow. Hey, Ooh, how, I mean, you get, you still hanging on to 1998, 97, 96? I quit watching the Bulls a while ago. After no, Derrick you, Rose left. Um, <laughs> how do you pay any attention to that team? It's terrible. Okay. You got one minute, boys. I... I, well, I Next hour. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, three, four, two, six. Oh, okay, no, that's next hour. <laughs> that's just a long text message. Uh, five, six, six, two says Clippers are more in trouble. Lakers aren't fully healthy are and are the seven. Clippers tank last two games. It could lose the Luka and the Mavs. Clippers offseason could be interesting. Never mind. AJ beat me to it. Must need to text quicker. <laughs> I guess. Hey, we think alike. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Mm. You know, love the band Lenny Skinnerd. Lenny Skinner. Dude. I'm going to put some Lenny Skinner on next time. Yeah, will you put some Lenny Skinner on? Yeah, I got you guys. Dude, I forever thought the I thought the Beatles no. Uh, no, played Staying stop. Alive. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm leaving. I had you no know idea. Let's just leave this last 15 seconds. I'm going to pick up two quick technicals for... and get ejected. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Campaign knew that game was over. He's like, I'm out. See you guys. TT, <laughs> <just laughs> gone. <laughs> I'll give you a technical. 
coaches. He's. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's a big night for professional basketball in Los Angeles. The Lakers and Clippers both dropped game one of their opening round series. It's not a big deal to be down 0-1, but it's how they lost that has to be concerning. Anthony Davis needs a big night to make everyone forget about his first game against the Suns. He scored just 13 points. He was 5 of 16 from the floor. Very uncharacteristic for Davis. And as he said after the game, there's no way they're winning with him playing that way. Meanwhile, the Clippers looked a lot like the team that struggled in the bubble last season. Playoff P. Paul George started out cold and then played better in the second half. Once again, they couldn't guard Dallas's Luka Doncic. The Lakers and Clippers enter the postseason with the second and third best Vegas odds to win the title. Losing game one, not the end of the world. Losing game two, well, that's a big problem for either team in Southern California. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the two-ball, the Rossi, and the number seven. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new lineup at odysseygolf.com. Golfer Ricky Fowler, baseball legend Steve Garvey, former quarterback Carson Palmer, all talking about the relief they're getting from Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. They use Level Select CBD because it works, and now you can too. As our newest sponsor, Level Select CBD is offering our listeners a great deal, 30% off your order. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, 30% off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, not available in Idaho, Iowa, Custom furniture does not have to cost more. During Fisher Home Furnishings Memorial Day sale, $50 to $1,000 off the lowest mark sale prices includes Fisher's Custom Design Center. Pick your favorite name brand furniture from Bassett, Lexington, Flexsteel, and Bernhardt. Choose the piece you want with the custom fabric you prefer and get a sale price, $50 to $1,000 off the lowest mark price. Fisher's Custom Design Center can give you that perfect look you're searching for. The Memorial Day sale is underway now at Fisher Home Furnishings. The Elements lunch menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite Thai shrimp curry and more, lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. what you need to know. It is time for night number four, the NBA postseason. And with that, we have three games on the schedule. First in the East, it is game number two. As the Brooklyn Nets host the Boston Celtics. The Nets lead this series one game to none. Tip-off is at 7.30 Eastern. Then at 10 o'clock Eastern, the Phoenix Suns look to extend their series lead to two games to none when they host the LA Lakers. But that is not all, because at 10.30 Eastern, it'll be game number two as Los Angeles, the Clippers, host Dallas. The Mavericks lead that series 1-0. Knicks forward Julius Randle's been named as the NBA's most improved player for the regular season. And on the Diamonds, the Pittsburgh Pirates have a two-run first inning. They lead the Cubs 2-0. 
that game making its way to the second. Philadelphia and Miami also on the field. They are in the second inning. Eight more games coming up this hour, including Milwaukee hosting the Padres. Christian Yelich back in the lineup. I'm Ralph Urban. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Treat it like a loaded gun. That's what I've always been told. Roll it on my finger and look cool. <laughs> That's what the kids do. So no cap. Do you want no? Hey. Do you want a? Uh, I don't even know what that means. It's okay. I said I, it, and Eric about exploded. Yeah, I heard week. that actually. Slaps was my favorite. Thanks. Oh, dude. Yeah. That. I'm just glad. I'm hey, glad what someone did you here say can, about cheese yesterday? I got cheesed. Got straight cheesed, dog. Dude, you, you talk about, like, wanting to get yourself ejected from this because of me, but you're okay with, like, hey, I got cheesed. AJ knows me. Speak the lingo. That's right. That sounds like a... That's right. Like, code. That sounds like an intimate innuendo. No, it's not. I got cheesed. No. I don't need an urban like dictionary mixing- cheesed for you, AJ. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Let's, I, not- let's just never use urban like, dictionary. When, when you're like, I got big fills, and I was like... That's your problem, man. Yeah, right in the fields. Yeah. Oh, my. I found someone who understands me. I got you, bro. It takes a lot, Cody. On the 100. Welcome to the second hour of the Full Court Press. 502, your time here on a May 25th, Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ashley Salveson, AJ Knight, Cody Olsen here. Uh, Utah Jazz get it on tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on ESPN, I believe. They get it on? Just the Grizzlies. Yeah, Cody. Okay. Against the Grizzlies. God. He's excited. You got to give him a second. He's, just, he's wound up a little bit. See, this is why, like, Sorry. I need to limit, like, you know you, like, would limit your kid's iPad time? We need to limit his that's, on-air time. That might be, eh, that's fair. Okay, you get five minutes of on-air time, no and we're ki- timing it. No kid of mine's getting a dirty iPad. Dude, you got four minutes and 44 seconds already put out, so you got about 16 seconds left of air time, so you better <laughs> use it wisely. So let's go back to this text message. Uh, 9948 said, if you had the chance, would you trade Donovan Mitchell straight up for Dollar Dame? Ajay said yes. Tell me why. Don't forget our Guild Mortgage text line is brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Guild Mortgage has access to all loan products and can tailor the perfect loan to you. Regardless of whether you are a first-time home buyer, investor in your construction, or a seasoned home buyer, Guild Mortgage and Kerry Nilsson will ensure your loan is correct and closes on time. Give them a call. At 435-294-2480. We're grateful to have Gil Mortgage be part of our show and to be sponsoring our text line. 435-339-0321 is the way to text into the show. And we're grateful Four, that you're part of our show. 435-339-0321. We love hearing from the listeners. So, and, and by the way, we'll get to that question. And I also oh. had the other question. If you had a chance, okay, Shannon and Skip committed a major crime. Faux pas. By interviewing somebody on the phone, on their live talk sports show. But then it made me think today, this morning, if you had a chance to interview somebody without them knowing they were live on your talk show, who would it be? What athlete, coach, GM, 
Oh, I got it. The Boise State basketball coach. I would ask him if he takes performance-reducing drugs in the back half of the season. <laughs> wow. You're going to look at me and tell me I'm wrong? Wow. I like it. I like it. Jeez. <laughs> How about everybody at Boise State Sports except for the football program? Like, All right, level with us. How much do you hate the football program right now? <laughs> <laughs> just, just <laughs> Nobody's going to know. Okay, yeah, maybe even from a local perspective. We have an anonymous text line. You can use it. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we have we no idea who the fetch you are. Hey, so even it's from true. a local I perspective. I texted and they didn't know it was me. Oh, Eric texted one time about, like, his sweet 16th birthday or someone so sweet. We had no idea it was him. Oh, I texted about Eric's kids who were on the same boat then. Adam the intern texted in, and I was making fun of Adam, and I had no idea it was him. Anybody could be listening, AJ. Anybody. Treat the text Watch, line sacred. Like a loaded gun almost. I, I heard that from somebody one time. Well, those buttons, yes. Um, <laughs> but words on the air. So, <laughs> who would you... So, even from a local perspective. Local perspective. Gary Anderson? That would have mm. been an interesting interview. Mm. Mm. Nah. You don't think you would have asked him about everything that's gone on? Nah, okay. I, I I feel like I'm good with the answer. He he just didn't have it anymore. Next. I started that rumor two weeks before that happened, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I spoke this into existence. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Try. <laughs> I didn't feel uh, great about that, Gary. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, so the uh, a text came in and asked, would you straight up Donovan Mitchell for Damian Lillard? I said yes. You were upset. You said no. Cody well, I said know no. Why. I want to know why you would do it. Because Damien's a consistent scorer and probably the best playmaker as a guard in the NBA. But to me, does it really make the team that much better? If you swap Donovan for Damien right now, I, I feel like the ceiling of the team is still the exact same. Do you want ISO Don or do you want ISO Lillard? I'm not saying right now I think Donovan is not the better of the two players. I agree, but I also don't think it makes them I – don't, I don't feel like it changes their ceiling. So I'd rather take the longevity of Donovan versus Dollar Dame. Who I think at some point, despite in respect, because he keeps saying he wants to win to Portland, at some point I think he's going to leave. Do you think that there's a ceiling for Donovan that might be lower than Damian, though? So longevity's probably there, but is his ceiling shorter than Damian Lillard's? Hmm. That's interesting. Probably. Because then it really takes away the longevity conversation of this. Because he could play for nine years, but then he'll hit a plateau. And I feel like Damian Lillard gets better. I mean, Damian Lillard is still elite at this point in his career. And if you put him on a team that is as talented as the Jazz, he's lethal. He's probably nearly unstoppable. 9463, I'm sorry, that's cheating. Uh, I'll take Donovan solely contention on him staying in Utah for his career. If he's leaving, I'll take Dame. Can't just determine the terms. I don't think Donovan's going to leave. I don't think Damian would leave Utah if he's... I mean, well... Look, the guy played basketball at Weber State. His Facts. career started there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, to answer your question, I guess I think long term, right now, in I would fact, think Donovan's probably not going to be a better player than than Damian. And then he, the, well, and here's the and nine four six three brings up a great point. How do we know Donovan's going to stay? I mean, there's been some friction a couple of times with him, the Jazz, him, a player. 
I, I, I no argument. I, I wrote about it. At one point, it was him and the fans after some racist. Uh, yeah, I stuff wrote coming about out. It. I yeah. wrote about that. No, I agree with you. I mean, it's always a risk in these smaller markets when you get through the first seven years. When you get that first um, through the first, the restricted free agent contract, what's going to happen? One five seven zero says, uh, "Has Dame hit his ceiling?" No. You, you don't, don't think so? You don't think so? I think he is what he is. I don't think he's going any farther than. Yeah. Dame's okay. Going. That's okay. Are we oh. talking about his ceiling in terms of success or ceiling yeah. in terms of player? That's I, what, I think uh, he is the player I mean, that he it, is. It, okay, sorry. If we're talking about player, yes. If we're talking about success, no. Yeah. But at the same time, I think he'd have more success if he was with Utah, if he was with another team. I think the way that team is built, it's all it's like they'll go as far as Damian takes them. I think the Jazz will go as far as that team will take them. Mm, that's no. That's yeah, I can see that. I think I, I think I would backtrack a little on what I said earlier. I, I still think it'd be interesting because obviously Damien is an established superstar, whereas Donovan is a rising star. Um, this year, especially with the Lakers beat up, I think it would be interesting if you could actually make that swap happen to see what the what the Jazz could do with Dollar Dame versus Mitchell. That'd be interesting. Uh, one of the texts that I didn't get to because we didn't have time before the end of the first hour. The inconsistency of the refs in the playoffs is baffling. They always talk about it's the playoffs basketball. It's ref differently. Basketball should be ref the same no matter if it's playoff basketball or regular season basketball. Foul's a foul. No wonder why players can't figure out what they can and can't do for 72 games when you've refed one way and now you have to adjust to another. Rudy Gobert knows how you feel, and so does now Nurkic. Um, I, was- I thought that was a poorly ref basketball game last night. I thought they were incredibly inconsistent. Dude, the, the Trail Blazers were 23-28 at of the line. The Nuggets were twenty four or thirty. I mean, and 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 there were some weird calls, like the flagrant foul that was called last night was not a flagrant foul, right? There was just no, there's no consistency to it, and that's what bothers me the most. Um, to me, I would compare NBA refing similar to baseball, and I think football has a little bit too, but I don't know that it's, it's exacerbated. They they definitely talk about it in football, where they're like, all right, this crew's more prone to call holding or not call holding on the offensive defensive line. Mm-hmm. But in, in but in baseball, you have those refs who are like, all right, this ref or this ump generally has a wider strike zone. This this one has a, a taller strike zone. I feel like NBA refs are a little bit like that. I'll I disagree with the the calling the game the same in the regular season and postseason. It's just it's not how it's going to be. I think in every sport, it's the same way. Football, they're going to let you get away with more physical play. Basketball, they let you get away with more physical play. It's just how sports are. They they let more go and try, I think, across all four major sports to eh, baseball, it's kind of hard, but hockey, football, and basketball, I think once you get into the postseason, the, I think the argument is we're not going to call as much unless it's blatant because we're going to let the team sort it out. You're the That's best interesting. Team win. You, you don't want to, you know, like – Distract. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm terribly sorry for interrupting. Why don't you use cheese or big fail or slaps? You don't have. You know what? Actually, I'll use that word. You don't want a cheat a team to get cheesed because of the refs. You want to make them cheese themselves. (laughs) Damn, that was a mistake that I just asked you to do that. (laughs) You don't want the refs to to be the focus point of the game. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, and that was the case last night, and I thought that was the case in the uh, Nuggets or not the Nuggets, the Grizzlies Jazz game one. The refs became the focus. Like Ken Mauer took over that game at a point when he didn't need to. Let them figure it out. Like, you call a, you call a technical on George Niang trash-talking with Anderson. Yeah, that was... But you don't call a tech on Dylan headbutting Mike Conley. Yeah. the, the Give me some consistency. I think got a little little inconsistent. Rudy Gobert fouled out for the first time all season. 
No, I mean, I think it's fair. I think I, I, I don't know that the NBA as a whole in the first round did too great to begin with. I, they talked about it in the Knicks Hawks game yesterday. They said, or whatever day it was, they said specifically said they said it took it took Trey Young till the fourth quarter to figure out how to play with like, the way the refs were calling the yeah. game. That's a problem for me if it took him three quarters <clears throat> yeah. to figure it out. But it was the same thing in the Phoenix Lakers series. Like, no, I'm wrong. I support there being more physical play allowed because I think you should let the teams figure it out. But, man, even late in that game, there was a couple things that happened on both sides. I'm like, that was a foul. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, by the way, looking at this Nuggets-Blazers series, I thought the Nuggets were in trouble. I thought you. I mean, they could only get scoring from a couple of guys. No Jamal Murray with guards like Lillard and McCollum on the other side. Nuggets were in deep, deep trouble. That was my thought. For them to put up 128 points and win by 19 was really impressive for the Nuggets. That's a big, big response win here's for the couple, Nuggets. Here's a couple of texts. So one five seven zero says, "Has Donovan hit his ceiling?" Nine four six three says, "Donovan dropping 50 in playoff games is his personal ceiling, but the Jazz's ceiling with him has not been reached." That's probably the best answer for the previous text. Has Donovan hit his ceiling? I don't think so. I don't think so either because I but, still don't think he's found the right role with the team in terms of yeah. now's my go time and now's my facilitate time. And if he goes to another team at some point in his career, he'll have to reset that like that mindset of where's my role. That's why guys like Carmelo Anthony struggled. Um, Chris Paul struggled with the Rockets because of that and James Harden and, and trying to find out how he fits there. LeBron James struggled for a little bit in Miami with that situation. So Donovan Mitchell, I think, is figuring out his role. I still think his ceiling is lower than Damian Lillard's was. I would agree with that. I think Donovan will not be as good a player as Damian. But that's not to say that I don't think I've been on I've been on the bandwagon uh that he's going to be a superstar. So Oh yeah, me too. No, yeah, I mean I think we all kind of saw he'd be a superstar. And it, it's funny, Marcus Allen once said um, in his career that year two is always harder than year one. And, and Donovan figured that out. Like, year one, nobody knew about Donovan, so he didn't know how to scout him. Year two, people knew how to scout that guy. People knew how to, you know what, we're going to box in one or we're just going to send a we're gonna send a trap at you at a really random time and you're going to have to find a way to get out of it. Yeah. And, and, and they knew that Donovan in year two would try to figure it out on his own or try to get out of that trap on his own. And he was a turnover machine during that time. It was... It was really hard to watch Donovan. Nine four six, uh, excuse me, four zero eight six says air supply rocks. One five seven zero says based on our analysis, then I take Donovan over Dame. Um, nine nine three eight, would you swap coaches, Steve Kerr and Quinn Snyder? Wait, who's air supply? That let's. I, I, that's why I didn't linger on it. Let's just not. Let's just not. You missed. You missed it. You missed it, AJ. It's a. It's a band. Air supply is. Air supply is a band. What kind of genre? Soft rock? Is that what you call them? What do you label them as? Okay, we got to come back with some air supply after our next break. All right, I got Leonard. F- find me some. Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny. Wait, what? Playoff Lenny. Sweet home, Indiana. Uh, 9938. <laughs> Would you swap coaches, Steve Kerr, for Quinn Snyder? No. No. Heck no. Nah. Fetch, no. I don't think I would either. Quinn Snyder's done so much more with so much less than Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, when Kevin Durant was on that team, all he had to do was sit back, put his arms over the chair, and watch Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson go win a game. He didn't have to do a dang thing. Oh, we're up by 30? Hey, Livingston, go in there. Hit a few buckets. Yeah, don't I look good doing this, you guys? 
Oh, hey, Javel McGee. We need to get a couple shacked in the full clips. Go out and do your thing, my man. Hey, it, it, man, I love this coaching thing. I, I mean, I, <laughs> what cool. I agree that I would make the switch. Because I agree with you. I, I could have coached the Warriors to a few championships, but yeah, I agree with you. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I take Quinn Snyder all day, any day, twice on Sunday. He's an incredible. You, you think about it. Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson were your two six men of the year. Dude, two bench guys were first and second in the six men of the year voting. Right. That's unreal. That's coaching. <laughs> That's incredible. And by the way, one of those six men of the year was actually became a rotational starter for much of the season because of injuries. Well, now you're just belittling him because then he wasn't really six men. He was like five and a half men of the year. Yeah, that's true. By the way, that was a really cool presentation last night. The way that Joe was able to present that award to Jordan Clarkson for six men of the year. And I thought that was a lot of class on Joe Ingles' part. No oh, way. Yeah, he's got to smack talk him so nobody can oh, hear him. Oh, I loved him. it. Yeah, he's close. like, man, I'm grateful that Joe passed me the ball a lot. <laughs> well, see, that's funny, but it's also not because pass the ball, Jordan Clarkson. Well, yeah, here's the thing. I'm like, Don't you think, like, everyone out there is like, yeah, Joe, why did you pass Jordan the ball? Like, he was one of 12, man. Shoot the ball. Jordan did. I think Jordan did and you know what's crazy? read the room late. And he was like, this isn't working. But here's he what's crazy about that is that Quinn Snyder, if Jordan Clarkson's not shooting – Quinn will pull him. Quinn will pull him. I mean, it's his role. It's his wrong. job is to go in there and shoot what, the ball. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you for what it's worth. I, I'm not saying la- the game one losses on Jordan Clark because nobody hit anything. Nope. Like, everybody missed everything. So you can't be like, oh, Jordan, it's your fault. No, nobody hit anything. That being said, though, there are plenty of times I feel like he – and it, it's a fine line to walk with those kind of players because you don't want to tone down his aggressiveness, but there's plenty of times where he like dribbled over the, the fast break in game one is, I think, a prime example – he got swatted when he had, I think it was Ingles with him on his left side. Should have given the ball up, but he didn't. Uh, by the way, in the uh, in the speaking of awards, Julius Randle won the uh, Most Improved Player Award, which is no surprise. He had 493 total points. Jeremy Grant had 140. He was second. Yeah, to me, that was a no-brainer. Why is Zion Williamson on the Most Improved Player Award? Because he's Zion. Are you serious? Get with you, the program. When you carry your team to not the playoffs, you get... But your name is Zion. And you're the next big thing. Lonzo Ball's on this list. Bojan Bogdanovic was on the list, which I guess is all right. I mean, he came off an injury. Jalen Brown. MP Jr. was finished third, which is I would agree with. Dude, Andrew Wiggins got a vote. That's, <laughs> that's nuts. Andrew Wiggins got a vote, man. That's Lache's vote. My vote was for JaVale McGee. 3426. If Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell trade happened today, I would not be unhappy in the fact that I think we'd be a be- have a better chance of winning the title. Yeah, I agree. Uh 4781, Joe Ingles was the man of the year, period. Dude, Joe Ingles is the one guy who and and, and I think he's the one guy who could deal with Memphis's trash talking. Mike couldn't handle it. Donovan will be able to handle it. Bojan doesn't handle it that great. George Yang actually handled it okay. He even got a tech out of it, which was pretty sweet. I hope so. He got it. Better be worth it if you got a tech. He yeah, made it count. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I don't know what he said, but I hope he made it worth it. Six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, Top tier coaches said uh, Pop and Spo. Just under them, guys like Quinn. I don't know who else, but Kerr is one step above Frank Vogel. I would agree. I, I, and I'm and I would agree. Like, look, you got Steph Curry, I Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. 
dude, you haven't had to do a whole lot of work. Like, even Mark Jackson won with that group. So, yeah, I, I would agree with that. So, wait, how did he had who on the uh, – Popovich, right? It's Bolstra, top tier. Yes. Yes. Quinn, tier two. Yes, absolutely. Could not agree more. All right, Popovich is obviously the best of it. Um, and, and people are going to say, well, you look at this here and whatever. Dude, like, after his wife died, you saw him kind of just – he looks tired. I'm surprised. I gotta be honest. He looks I'm exhausted. He's still around. Me too. I thought he would have called. It. No, me too. And, and and he looks exhausted. Like when Jerry Sloan's wife, Bobby Sloan, passed away, dude. It it took a lot out of him. I mean, you you saw him take a bunch of it. Just like in basketball years, he looked old and he looked exhausted after losing Bobby. And that was really hard for him. So, yeah. Uh, we gotta. I'll save this because we'll probably come back to it. But we've got a text about the Packers. Yeah, we need to have a conversation there. Absolutely need to have a conversation there. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got a Packers guy in here. Oh, now he's feeling, AJ. How do you think he's feeling? Not great. Yeah, look, in my, look in my eyes. No, dude, stay out of the conversation. Oh, crying. We're talking about you, not at you. Tears right now. Cody's face streaming. Streaming. Uh, again, games tonight. Uh, right now, currently, Boston and Brooklyn are playing. And I don't have a score update on them. Brooklyn's probably winning. Actually, I take it back. Boston's probably winning by a bunch. They'll, and then they'll, they'll blow the it. Game, yeah. Uh, and then Dallas and Clippers are your nightcap game on NBA TV. I don't get that. 730. Like, do they have spike ball on ESPN tonight? Is that why they can't put them on ESPN? Clippers whined that they didn't want to be on national TV. Paul George is like, I don't want to do this anymore. They for keep the, calling me Pandemic P. For the record. For the record, I wanted to get to this point. I don't know if you said anything yesterday, but during game one, there was two points I wanted to make about this series. Okay. The first one, more minor. <clears throat> Will Kristaps Przingis and Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic please shut the hell up about when what? they don't get a foul call? They are the two oh, biggest complainers. Yeah. And, the, and it's, it's, I hate it. I cannot stand it. Who, okay, keep going with and, and all. I got Point a question number two, for you. Richard Jefferson, also please shut the hell up. Really? If you didn't watch game one, he made a comment during game one. <laughs> oh, I think I heard about this. Actually, he said, they asked this. This was legitimately. The I think question. this was on Twitter. They said, "What do you think of the Suns Lakers series?" And Richard Jefferson said, "I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Jazz and the Grizzlies." And then he goes on this tirade about how. I don't understand why we don't talk about the Jazz the same way we talk about the Clippers blowing a three-one lead to Denver. Blah, I did blah, hear blah, about blah, that. Blah, blah, blah. And I tweeted about it because it wasn't the same. No one picked the Jazz to win a championship. The Jazz were down to a seven-man rotation. <clears throat> it wasn't the same. Yeah, I'm with you. Did you? So Marv Albert's retiring after the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And some people are like, yeah, like someone had uh, tweeted out, I wonder why Marv's retiring. He's so good. Someone puts a video underneath that. And it's like the opening possession of the game. And uh, I think it's... Is that Patrick Beverly come, comes off a screen, goes to the free throw line and and shoots a jumper? Marv's call is, here's Patrick Beverly coming off a screen for three, and it's like, dude, he's on the free throw line, man. And then there's no like, there's no talk. The ball uh, caroms off the rim. They're on a fast break the other way, and there's just nothing said. And then again, open layup on the other end. Actually, that was a two. <laughs> and I was like, Marv, oops. Dude, hello. That was my problem though with Richard Jefferson because he was like, he's like, oh, we got to talk about this team. Well, no, how about you talk about the clap, the the fact that the Clippers tanked to get here and they're losing game one. The Jazz responded by having the best record in the NBA, 
It, to me, it's, it's it's a stupid talking point he's trying to make so he can suck up to the superstars that are on the Clippers. And I'm like, can we stop with professional athletes just automatically transferring them into broadcast roles? A bunch of them are not very good. Hey, who annoys you more? Luka Doncic or Draymond Green? Hmm. Because Luka has actually, for me, exceeded Draymond Green. That's close. The guy ripped his jersey one time because he didn't get a call. That's what I'm saying. I tweeted about it. My tweet was, I tweet, I don't know if you saw that one. It was, uh, what happens to Luka Doncic on the court? And it was a hand rubbing another hand. And then it was Luka when they doesn't get a call. And it was some dude freaking out because he didn't get a call. It's ridiculous. Shut up and play the game. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Come back. Uh, we'll get more of your text. Again, 435-339-0321. We'll have our stat and player coming up uh, a little bit later on in the hour. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll get to some, well, yeah, we're going to get to some Packers here. Aaron Rodgers. Versus Jordan Love versus Green Bay. It's a triple threat match. <laughs> it's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo Stop. The Logo Shop. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. Were you yawning during the interview? No. Were you bored? <laughs> no. Are you bored with great analysis? Are you bored? I wasn't yawning. Try to get to like Justin Bieber or something. That oh, you yeah, might be yeah, a little more. Hey, if you could get me a coloring book over here, too, that'd be really cool. Hey. Just a little taken back by this aggressiveness from AJ. <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, thanks, John. I even drove him to work today, and he still roasts me on the radio. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I've never heard this. What? Yeah, why? What? Words escape me. I consider myself... I've never heard of this. Someone with a pretty impressive vocabulary. I've got nothing for you. I mean, I like it. Thank goodness. If you didn't like it, I'm absolutely leaving. No, I love it. I'll text in my answers the rest of the show. That's good. Working from home. Okay, Packers news for you, Ajay. First of all, 9773 said, am I going to see Jordan Love suiting up for the Packers against Taysom Hill in week one? Then 8798 said, the Packers are just another version of Notre Dame football. Good in the regular season. Don't show up for the postseason. Hashtag stinky cheese. 
Love that we got a Notre Dame jab in there, by the way. 8798, big fan. <laughs> and a Packers jab. That's the good. And then 3426 said, you Green Bay Packers cheeseheads can't even get it figured out that the cheddar doesn't even have holes in it. Swiss is actually white. Dude, that's good. That's good. That's that's the text of the day right there. I am hurt. And then 4781 says, the fact that Ajay's never heard Freebird shows how uncultured he is. I'm from India. How much culture could I be? I'm pretty sure they have a sitar version of Freebird there. Freebird? That's the name of the song. That was the song they were just playing. Oh, I was like, it's Freebird. I've heard of the restaurant. It's good. Good food. Oh, my God. Back to cheese. Ah. Let's talk back. All right. So, so, uh, Cody just had an ulcer. Cody, if you're going to do that crap, turn off your mic. No one cares. In pain, he's an emotional. I don't care. Pain turn right off now. your freaking mic. We're talking about the Packers. Hashtag turn off Cody's mic. Hashtag turn off Cody. All right, uh, Cody goes into the penalty box. <laughs> what? Sorry, <laughs> I can't hear you, dude. <laughs> you empowered him. Yeah, this is true. your own creation. Okay, so uh, Kenny Main last night, Final Sports Center had Aaron Rodgers on. Right. Um. And OTAs has started. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been there. Now, granted, Tom Brady hasn't gone to his either, but the guy just won a Super Bowl, so I don't really require our star quarterback to go to OTAs after winning a Super Bowl. Double, um, double standard. Double standard. Well, is it or isn't? Uh, so, anyways, there's this conversation between Aaron and uh, and Kenny Main. Um, in fact, I don't know if we have the audio on this. Cody, I, I should have loaded it up I for you. I should have grabbed that. That was my bad. No, it's all right. Um, but if you can maybe find that and lock that down for us, we can play it. Okay. But he was just, I mean, it was it was more like a miss, if anything, that Rodgers is still, look, I'm, I'm moving on. He just, he had no commitment to Green Bay at all. Meanwhile, Matt LaFleur's like, hey, look, we're doing whatever we can to keep him. We want the guy here. And it's almost as, so why do you keep going after a guy that doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore? What's the point? Do you, do you, do you give it up, AJ? I mean, at what point do you say, oh. okay, we're done with this? We can't do it anymore. We got to move on. We got a season coming up. We're in almost in June. That That's an interesting question because uh, obviously there's a, neg- there's a lot of negative press or a lot of press in general surrounding the situation, and I definitely think the Packers have not come out clean in this um i think the longer it goes on it, it kind of evens out i think there's people who think that roger's the baby and there's plenty of people who think well the packers could have done more i'm not sure when you call it on this because it has he hasn't gotten for for his temper tantrum he hasn't gotten egregious yet rogers hasn't but to answer your question why do you want the guy because he won the mvp last year uh here's aaron Rodgers with kenny main last night on kenny main's final sports center that's the most important thing the people make an organization people make a business um, and sometimes uh, that gets forgotten you know culture is built brick by brick the foundation of it by the people you know not by the not by the organization not by the building not by the the corporation it's built by the people and I've been fortunate enough to play with a number of amazing amazing people and got to work for some amazing people as well and it's those people that build the foundation of those entities. And I think sometimes we forget that, you know, uh, are you demanding my, a trade with, yeah, with my situation, look, 
it's it's never been about uh you know never been about the draft pick uh, picking jordan i love jordan he's a great kid um you know he, he a lot of fun to to work together uh i love coaching staff love my teammates you know love the fan base in green bay it's incredible incredible 16 years it's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy you know and and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go it's about it's about character it's about culture it's about doing things the right way forgetting about the people who make the thing go how about you i thought that was a bunch of crap <laughs> i mean he cody you're the you're the packers guy i i think i i am a packers guy and i know when aaron rodgers is on his high horse trying to speak down to his little he loves this attention. I'm aware of that. And he loves, he's, he's brought on this whole like guru, like I am one with the universe philosophy thing. And I, I, I genuinely believe that he believes that, but I think it's, it's, it's based around his ego and not actual like deity. Like, I don't know. Like I am, I am at peace with everything. I think it's just ego. To, to me, that was a bunch of crap because it just sounds like he's trying to smooth things over because his the big thing, is, is, as Cody alluded to for me, is, okay, so obviously he's immensely talented. There's no denying that. Yep. And he would be a huge upgrade to a lot of teams if they acquired him, but his big problem is is that he's moody. He's angsty. He has problems that he, he seems to get into with organizations. So to me, that was a prepared statement to be like, I love my teammates and the coaching staff and – no, no, all reports dictate completely other than that. I think that was a bunch of fluff to try and perk up his image a little bit. Because, look, I, I, I'm not, I've never been part of the Green Bay Packers, so I, I can only speak from an outside perspective. But he talks about culture and, and all that. And, yeah, I think he's had some issues with the GM, and I think there's definitely been some things that they have handled incorrectly. Green Bay has in recent years with Aaron Rodgers, but Green Bay's got to be up there in terms of established culture in sports with, Spurs, um, would have said the Patriots for a while. I mean, I think professionally and business like culture they have, they got to have one of the best. There's a reason they're one of the premier franchises. And I'm a Bears guy. I, I think, think I think that. of the Packers and Steelers as having very solid culture. You yeah, know what I mean, like, Steelers is a great example too. And so to me, I think he's trying to group in when he says it's about the culture and one thing. I think what he's doing is covering with the fact he hates the GM and he's trying to make it vague enough to prop himself up to not basically make it, hey, I can't, it's me or the GM. That's, I, I don't think the arguments change. It's him or the general manager. I like everything what AJ said, but I, I think that he genuinely loves the fans. I think he genuinely loves his teammates, and I dare say the coaching staff. I just think his entire problem is with the front office. That's his entire problem. Yeah, I, I, and that's the problem. It is the front office, and if, I wish the front office would just say, look, we either... We're, we're, we want Jordan Love. We're, we're going to have him here or just move on. Like, just move on. Jordan Love yesterday was really good, actually, in his 7-on-7 uh, in, in uh, seven seven drill. Unofficially, he went 14-20 um, in, in the 7-on-7, seven seven, which is without a pass rush, but he still went 14-20. In fact, he had great throws to Robert Tanyan for 35 yards down the seam uh, and had another good corner throw into the corner of the end zone. Like, Jordan Love looked really good. And I think that's, like, he's progressing and he's getting better because he's getting reps. Last year, he didn't have any of those. Well, in the ultimate Green Bay move, here's, here's what's going to happen. I got you. They're going to do a three-way trade. It's going to be Denver, Green Bay, and Atlanta. Julio Jones is going to go to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Denver. And Denver's going to send a bunch of stuff to Atlanta. 
Then Aaron Rodgers will get the weapon that he wanted, but he won't be there. Hilarious. You're just waiting for that thing to implode, aren't you? I, I think it's kind of inevitable. Uh, this is a fun fact that I just came across. According to Adam Schefter, we all know that his stuff's very, very thorough. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wasn't the only Packer missing at organized team activities. Uh, so were Green Bay's top five wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Alan Lazar, Devin Funches, and Equinemius St. Brown. All of the wide receivers were gone. Is that because of loyalty to Aaron and not to make him mad? <laughs> I wonder if they're just working out somewhere else. To me, the, the story of him not being at OTAs really was that, was, that was not a big deal anyway. They're voluntary workouts. Veterans generally tend to skip some of them unless they have roster bonuses or stuff like that. So that to me was like, oh my gosh, Aaron Rodgers isn't here. And I think the whole sports world went, oh my gosh, we're not surprised. Good reporting on that one. He's mad and he didn't show up to OTAs. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> You know, it's crazy. Like, wait, like Brady didn't show up to OTAs, and no one cares. Everyone's I like, th- huh. I don't think it. I don't think him not showing up to OTAs is a story. I think it's just meant to be like, oh, this is still going on. In case you guys forgot, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is mad. <laughs> we all knew that. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we got some. Uh, we got some big news in the uh, Region Eleven baseball department, um, and uh, we'll still get to that. Uh, we'll also get to our stat and player uh, for the week. That's all coming up on the Full Court Press, one hundred six nine, the fan. Your Utah State Aggies invites you to learn the Aggie way at this year's youth basketball camps, June 14th through the 17th. Registration is now open at AggiesMensBasketballCamps.com. At Ryan Odom Day Camp, develop skills that will help you take your game to the next level. For the kids, it'll be a great week of fun, basketball, and making new friends. Join Ryan Odom at this year's youth basketball camps, June 14th through the 17th. Go to AggiesMensBasketballCamps.com and go Aggies! This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. It's time for our annual spring event. This is an event 51 years in the making. Stop by this Saturday and say big on kitchen packages and GE appliance deals for the whole house. We just received in a new load of scratch and dents from Whirlpool and GE, plus a freezer blowout. Enter to win a drawing for a freezer and get balloons for the kids. Listen for the live radio broadcast Saturday. That's the huge spring event at Daryl's Appliance, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Aaron has 17 fourth quarter wins. Oh, Colin, that's because they don't trail much. Neither does Russell Wilson, and he's got 35% more than Aaron. Joe Flacco has more than Aaron. Andy Dalton has more than Aaron. Aaron is not a foxhole guy. He sours very quickly. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press, AJ Nanamaje, Salves, and Cody Olson on 106.9 The Fan. Again, if you want to text into the show, 435 339 
0321. Love to have you part of the program. Uh, great show so far. Uh, Region 11 breaking news. Uh, I heard earlier this afternoon and then I texted. From an unnamed source. From an unnamed source and I texted the guy and asked to make sure it was true. Uh, Mountain Crest head baseball coach Steve Hansen is stepping down. Um, he had a great, had a great career. Stepped down to watch his son play. Um, wanted to be around the family more, which makes sense. Came back because he got the itch. Couldn't stay away from it. Uh, and then built the. I mean, that program was in was not in great shape for a, a little bit of time. And uh, and That's so a lot of changes for Mountain Crest this year, right? That would be the third. Coach, isn't it? With bat- football, basketball, and now baseball. Yep. 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 So they're it's an overhaul. Uh, in in replace of Steve Hansen is going to be his son and the former great shortstop Trace Hansen. Uh, Trace is actually top five in a few categories in state history in baseball. In the four A, actually no, in state history. Sorry, not just in four A. In state history, hmm. top five categories in ribbies, batting percentage for a season which is four four fifty three. I think batting percentage for a career which I think is four oh three. I mean, this guy's nuts. Uh, he is a baseball uh, guru. Uh, again, his dad. I mean, I mean, his dad being Steve Hansen, that really does help. Uh, after uh, the the Mustangs had a heck of a uh, run in the state tournament, they weren't even supposed to be in the state championship. Not even supposed to be thought of in the state championship. There they were playing Snow Canyon. Lost game one, three to one, despite only giving up two hits. Jeez. Gave up two hits and they lost three to one. And then uh, in game two. Uh, we're down three nothing. Fought back to make it a three two game. Down, I think four to two. Made it four. I mean, they were just just kept fighting and fighting, and they ended up losing six to four in game two of the state championship with Snow Canyon, number two ranked, and they had like three division one kids on the field. I mean, they were incredible. So with that, uh, Mountain Crest uh, ends their season second place in four A, which is not shabby at all. No. And uh, after the game, we had a chance to uh, uh, hear from Steve. Uh, Hanson in his final, well, we, what would be his final post-game interview, uh, talking about this team, the season, and the state championship. Well, it's always tough to be on the losing end of this, but to sum up a season, I mean, a lot of people didn't have you guys getting this far. So, no, you know, we we uh, plugged away all season long, and we started playing our best baseball at the end of the year. We came down here and made some noise and gave. You know, Snow Canyon and everything they wanted, and hung in both those games. And we played, we played great baseball. We just didn't score enough runs. Proud of every single one of these guys. Yeah, yeah. You just, I mean, I wasn't here yesterday, but following online and just, just hanging in there both games. I mean, just, just, you know, there's a couple times maybe it could have given in, but you just guys just yeah. tightened up when you needed to. And yeah, we kept grinding away. Our pitching was great. We had some clutch at bats, and we just kept on grinding. And, and, uh, you know, again, we just fell short, but, but very proud of these guys. How would you compare this team? to? I mean, you've had a couple of state champions, a couple that's lost some tough ones. Where would you compare this team? Uh, these guys are fighters. You know, they, they just don't – they didn't give up, and they, they believed in themselves and believed that, that they could come down here and play and compete with these guys, and that's exactly what they did. Kind of mentioned your pitching, Braden. gets have a great outing from him yesterday. Tough, that's a tough loss to have an outing like that yeah. right here. But uh, Braden, you know, yesterday was was fantastic and awesome. He has been all year, and and uh, he came and and held down a very good hitting Snow Canyon team with the two hits and and gave us a chance to win that ball game too. You know, they get some hits today, but it just seemed like they never. I mean, Lance was seemed like he pitched pretty well, pretty good today as well. Oh yeah, Lance was there, but Lance pitched a good game, and again, you know, they the, they hit it well, and uh, we, he just kept grinding away and, and kept us in the game. 
but you're, you're and your bats come alive a little more today yeah yeah we started swinging the bats a little bit down here and you know even yesterday we hit the ball pretty well and and they just happened to to go to somebody but uh but we, we played well yeah, throughout your, I mean, I got Dax or Braden with uh, a couple of hits, but throughout your lineup, you got a lot of different guys getting hits today. So yeah. different guys contributed. Yeah, definitely, and and that's what we want, and, and that's what we did, and and uh, we, we needed that, and, and that's what kept us in the game. All right, thanks, coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank coach, can you. I ask you? You have a couple yeah. of veterans also. I mean, how what the, can this experience? How much does it help your underclassmen to be this far in the tournament? Well, it, it means a bunch because they they come here and they've seen what it's all about, and. Uh, Hopefully they have the desire and to work hard enough to get back here. Uh, this is the first time any of these guys have been down to a state tournament and and let's see what it's all about. So again, Steve Hansen or excuse me, Coach Hansen is stepping down as the Mountain Crest head baseball coach. Uh, and uh, I can't make any more comment on this on this part about to say, but he's not the only coach in Region 11 who is going to be done. There is more to come. Uh, We'll get to those when they become official. Uh, but, you know, when I think of Steve Hansen, I got a chance to be around him for four years. Um, one of the really great dudes in baseball. Uh, I I learned so much about the game and, and like, just the, the intricacies of the game as well, being around him. And, and he's a lot more, like, what would you call it, teddy bear-like-ish now than he was 20 years ago. Dude, I one time wore jean shorts. Some like I don't know if they're he calls them skateboarder shoes, uh, and a T-shirt to practice. And I was the equipment manager, and he's like, "RJ, are we at the skateboard park or are we at the baseball field? We're at the baseball field, coach. So why do you look like you're going to the skateboard park?" And he and like he was dead serious. I was like, "What, coach? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just a manager. You're part of the team, aren't you?" I uh, not okay. Sure, I guess. <laughs> he's like. Never again. You bring baseball pants to baseball practice. Uh, all right. So he like he kind of just taught me like like you respect the game no matter where you're at. Um, and uh, by the way, Steve Hansen will be joining us live here on the Full Court Press on Tuesday afternoon. We will have him here in studio, uh, which I'm really, really, really excited about. Uh, I have so much respect for for Coach Hansen, and I mean, you think about some of the guys he's produced. Nick Bott was in the College World Series. Ryan Zimmerman, who I hope will be on our show next week, we're working on that. Uh, he played AAA baseball. Uh, yeah, for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, mm. had a great career in baseball at Southern Utah University. Went to Arizona State, I think, for a year. Uh, and so, I mean, and then uh, Trace Hansen, of course, like we talked about, who now is the head coach. His son, now the head coach of the the baseball team. Um, Chandler Smith, who's the head coach of the basketball team now. Uh, he was a great player. I mean, so, what well, he went uh, two state championships. He was the first team ever in state history to come back from losing the first three games in the state tournament to being a state champion. Did it in '99. Ten years later, won the state championship in 2009. Um, was in it in '07. Uh, lost to Cottonwood. Uh, my brother was actually a pitcher on that team, and then went this year and fell short to a really, really good Snow Canyon baseball team. So. Uh, congratulations to Coach Hanson. I couldn't be more happy for him. Chance built to for him to sit back and actually enjoy life. Um, but I look forward to Tuesday after. I can't wait for Tuesday, AJ. That's gonna be fun. Six eight nine one said Steve is a good coach. Yeah, he's a great coach. He's the only guy who's gutsy enough. I think if I remember right, with two out, we we're in the state tournament playing Bonneville, and he's and he suicide squeezed with two out, and it worked. That dude, that's gutsy. That's <laughs> takes a. Big cojones to do that. 
Uh, so, again, Coach Hanson, big thanks to him. Uh, taking the time after the state championship game to talk with us, but then he'll join us on our show live here on the Full Court Press. I look forward to having him uh, being able to sit down and chat. So, uh, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll have our stat and player, and uh, we'll wrap it up here on 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The trained soldiers of the Army National Guard are a new generation of leaders called to proudly and selflessly serve our nation and make a difference in the communities we call home. Do you want to make a difference? During our Hiring Days event, May 10th to June 14th, we're looking for highly motivated candidates for part-time careers in the Army National Guard. You'll experience the personal fulfillment of serving your community right in your home state during emergencies and natural disasters, while learning skills valued in civilian careers like leadership, problem-solving, and strategic thinking. And when you serve in the Guard part-time, you can work or attend college full-time while you earn a paycheck, gain career skills, and enjoy great benefits like low-cost health coverage for you and your family. Learn more about serving part-time in the Army National Guard by visiting nationalguard.com slash hiringdays today. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 7 Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, AJ Adam, Ajay Salves, and Cody Olson along with us. Uh, let's go ahead and get to it. Um, again, just again, breaking news that came out from uh, Mountain Crest. Uh, Steve Hansen stepping down as the head baseball coach at Mountain Crest High School. He'll turn the reins over to his boy, uh, Trace, who, again, one of the great, great players in Mountain, not just in Mountain Crest history, but also in state history in baseball. Like his, You look up some of the records that he holds, or at least he's a part of in the top five, and it's 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 darn impressive. All right, let's get to our stat that blew our mind. Cody, let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. All right, stat that blew our mind. AJ, what do you got? The Phoenix Suns' uh, playoff victory over the Lakers on Sunday was their first playoff win since 2009-2010. Wow. What an ineptitude for a franchise. And also why Chris Paul deserved all the respect yep. and Amen. for MVP. Thank you. Dude, it is so good to hear that from somebody. It's true. 
It is so good to hear he that from somebody. It. Look, I'm Golly. not a big Devin Booker fan, though. He does deserve shout-outs because clearly AD didn't show up in that first game, but Booker did, especially with uh, Chris Paul uh, hurting his shoulder. But, I mean, again, everyone talked about We talked about this All-Star game. Everyone was like, Devin Booker averaged these numbers. He'd be the first player in, in history to have these numbers three years in a row not being All-Star. Cool. Doesn't mean anything. They yeah. don't win games. Yeah, absolutely. Chris Paul shows up and they win games. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That's that's spot on. Uh, I know this stat's been putting out a lot uh, lately, but I'll, I'll go ahead and do it anyways. But Jordan Clarkson, your Sixth Man of the Year award, uh, he's the only player in Jazz history to record 40-plus points in multiple games off the bench, and his 203 three-point field, goal, field goals are fourth-highest single-season total off the bench in NBA history. Hmm. That is nuts. He takes a lot of them, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he does. <laughs> But still, on that many possessions, like, and again, you, you, we talked about it earlier. His job is to shoot, and if he doesn't shoot, they're like, "Dude, I can't have you on the floor." I agree. He He's has the green light, and he and he is told to use it at all cost. Uh, do you have a stat, Cody? I already shared mine earlier. Oh, Sam yeah. Merrill right. has more career NBA playoff points than oh, Jimmer Fredette. Get wrecked, BYU. Get oh, wrecked. I'm out for you. <laughs> Cody's coming for blood. <laughs> this time, it's personal. Okay, uh, before I get to my player of the week, Cody, do you remember what I made my plea for our podcast this past week that people needed to do? Yes, I do. I do I do remember. And it was? It was, give playoff hockey a chance. Facts. I need to amend that statement. Give playoff hockey and college playoff lacrosse a chance. The uh, quarterfinals are going on this weekend. My player of the week is uh, Jared Bernhardt from Maryland. He had five goals on seven shots. What? Seven shots. He had five goals. Dude, that's efficiency they for you. They beat Notre Dame 14-13 to 13 in overtime. So are you picking it because of that or because they beat Notre Dame? The kid the kid was regularly guarded by the best the ACC defensive player of the year. It made him look silly. Really? It made him look silly. just ran by him. That's but pretty cool. The efficiency cool. is nuts. Five goals on seven shots is insane. That's awesome. On top of that, I believe if, I, if you add his five goals, he has some 67 goals in 14 games this season. Wow. Uh, it, my player of the game is going to be Dylan Brooks. Look, I wow, was really I, you just you just love it. You just love doing it to yourself, don't you? No, because here's the thing, dude. He he might have ticked you off or me off. Definitely. He still had a heck of a basketball yes, game. He did. He played very he well. He played out he of could his not mind. Miss in the third. Yeah, and he was able to like while being uh an enforcer of chaos on the court. He was still able to keep himself underneath control, under enough control, where he could still put the game in his hands and play extremely well. I thought Dylan Brooks was phenomenal. And by the way, I, I saw this stuff from ESPN Stats and Info. Check this out: the Utah Jazz have lost six straight playoff game ones. That's the longest streak in franchise history. They became the second franchise with multiple game one losses as a one seed against an eight seed. Interesting. That's a good stat. Uh, for the record, Dylan Brooks had a crazy game, but the reason that the Jazz lost is because they were unable to stop John Morant from oh. getting to the cup. Guard him, like. And, but here's the thing, exactly. and, and we talked to Dan exactly. Clayton. We talked to Dan Clayton about this yesterday. Make him shoot from three. Yes. Make him shoot it. Say it. Quit getting up in his grill and let him drive by you. It's, that's not going to work. I, I agree. Again, I, it's worth noting the Jazz played about as worse as they could, lost oh, by yeah. three. And but, lost only lost by three without it, Donovan Mitchell. But they couldn't keep Morant out of the paint, and that was why they lost the game. I think they're going to make some adjustments. Quinn Snyder's smart enough. They're going to be all right. They're going to be all right. Oh, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how much time do we got, my man? Uh, we got about 40 seconds here. Uh, all right, really quickly, AJ. Uh, tonight, in regards of games, 
uh, Mavericks and or excuse me, yeah, Mavericks and Clippers at seven thirty. NBA TV. Who do you got? Prop. If, if if it's not Clippers tonight, I'll pick the Clippers. If Clippers don't win tonight, they're done in five. I've got Dallas, LA, and Phoenix tonight, seven o'clock TNT. I'll take I'll take the Lakers. I'll take Phoenix. It's gonna be a fun one. Again, I mean, Phoenix is a two zero series lead, puts LA in a serious hole. Yes. And the uh, Clippers, if, and I'm with you. If the Clippers don't beat the Mavericks tonight, they're not beating. I mean, it's this series is over. I agree. Uh, 31-22, Brooklyn over Boston. We'll talk to you tomorrow night uh, on another edition of the Full Court Press. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 